Five, four, three, two, one, we're live. <laughs> what is good, people? Thank you so much. With something nice, we have our first very special guest. I know you've all been waiting for the guests. You know, we've been talking about some guests, and what a better way to start it off with our boy Ty here. I don't know, Ty, you want to tell the people who you are? Oh hi, I'm Ty. Um, that was <laughs> yeah. I thought that. Ooh. Nah, guys. But um, hi, what's up? I'm Ty. I'm from Trinidad, and um, it's a vibe. We are here with Aku. We are here with um Vasha, and we just about to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. thanks for treating yourself to something nice, and today the something nice is Ty over here. So. um so anyway guys okay we were talking about some stuff and um there's something that i that you said ty that really kind of struck a nerve with me because i think i agree um it's the fact that we i think we hold on to our tragedies a bit too much um do you remember saying that (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, um, and I wanted to say I completely agree, but I don't think we're doing this consciously because I feel like nowadays we have this world that's so focused on holding on to the negative, not just holding on, but like highlighting the negative, right? Like look at, look at media these days, like look at, look at the amount of, just, just look at media, look at the way we captured things these days. Our biggest news, our biggest news is always something fucked up, super something, like something really negative. Like it's always like, shaming other people putting down names like it's you know, you know you know what i mean like we're we're so connected in that sense that the news is always talking about negative stuff like how many news channels do you know that talks about like really positive things as well the news is always talking about what's happened what what fuck, fuck, fucked up thing happened we're so we don't just hold on to the negative we highlight it like we're putting it out there on blast for everybody to see everybody's recording everybody's absorbing and we highlight it and in a way, like as humans now, we've become so unconsciously, like we've, we're so hooked on to just highlighting other people's negatives that we hold on to our own. We don't let it go. And those negatives may come in the form of tragedy. Do you know what I mean? He's frozen. I don't know if you. Uh, uh, hmm, uh, hmm. I was there. I was there. I was there. I, I caught it. So, so we're good. I'm, I'm there with you. So don't worry about it. Um, um, you owe me. Go, go, go. I bet. I bet. So I just wanted to touch on one point that you said, um, where is everybody is highlighting the bad stuff and whatnot. But like at the same time, it just depends on you. You know what I mean? Like, these things exist. Yeah exist that's 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 plain and simple they exist now how are you going to use it or put spin on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like let's take for instance black lives matter earlier first for the uh, i think it was july august period somewhere yeah. around there they had so much protest and this and that but so much content true. came out of it true so much music so much visuals so much yeah. art yeah so much Lines. True. Look at it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It, 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 for me, at least from my perspective, it, it exists. True. And yes, it may be on the tragic side of things, but it's still something that can be used to empower others. You know what I mean? Like, um, you could be looking at somebody else's struggle and see, oh, this is what I don't want to be. You True. know what I mean? And that, and that might be able to uplift you in, in some way. So yeah. the same thing is true for the tragedies of the world. Like at the end of the day, like you're looking at them as like, yo, at the end of the day, I, I want to help you, but I have to make sure I don't get there before I can even, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, I, that was, that was just one point I wanted to talk about. What, uh, go ahead. No, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I think it's all about at the end of the day, regardless of what you see, it's the perspective you take from it. Mm-hmm. It's always the perspective you take from it. So... Yeah. 100% like you know Akhil and I have talked about this before but like I agree like with Black Lives Matter 
with the entire, why was the world so connected at that point? Like you were seeing a wave of protests all around the world for an incident mm -hmm. that happened and that would have never happened. And like, not to say that, you know, the US system actually responded to this, but it was interesting to see the amount of solidarity and the amount of revolution it stirred in all okay. communities all over the world. Cause that's how like globalized our world is. We've got like the diaspora has spread. It has spread, like it's all over, it's all over. You cannot paint a, a nationality to a face. You can't, we don't live in that That's world it. anymore. You know, we don't live in that world anymore. Mm -hmm. So I agree, like that's the reason. But at the same time, I have to admit a lot of the sharing, a lot of the blah, 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 blah. A lot of it was like, I feel like very performative allyship from a lot of people. Yeah, for me, what I feel like it is like, I feel like we were talking about this earlier, but like tragedy is one of the biggest inspirations for like arts and music, like just expression in general. Like, uh, like most times like, when the worst things happen to us, that tends to inspire us to like go beyond, you know, and like to mm -hmm. produce the best version of ourselves. But for me, what I feel like it is like a lot of people are so programmed, you know? Like, yeah. Programmed. To, to like fall a victim to like this this trap of tragedy and like not make the best of themselves but like let it get the best of them so that's where I feel like we need to help each other get better in that in that aspect true and, um hmm I, okay so you when you say help each other I kind of I'm not sure how I feel about that let me let me explain why okay so so, how am I going to help you through tragedy? Like, I'm going to try to do, like, do what exactly? Because this, from my perspective, tra when tragedy happens to a person, it's, a, it's more of an internal warfare than anything else. True. I agree. Yeah. I see that. Let me, yeah. let me let me let me say what I mean by that. Let me try to respond to that. So I what do. I mean is like, uh, when at the end of the day, anything you want to change in your life, no one can change it but you. You are the only one that can actually make a real change and difference in your life. But what I mean by that is like, like there's such a focus on the negative and like uh, just the news and all the media is like almost programmed people to feel like uh, that their life is supposed to be tragic in some way and like it's something that you cannot escape and when i say we need to help each other like we need to help people like uh, go beyond that vision and like look deeper than what it is that is just presented to them and understand that like uh, all the real change starts within yourself True. because like in these days like uh, i feel like people like to play into the fact that like they might be oppressed in whatever in whatever way or like the odds will be against them in in whatever way and like at the end of the day that's just the way how the system is set up and before anything else so we have to live with it like live in the system that we're in and learn to cope with it and learn to make the best version of ourselves yeah. within that scape. and i feel like a lot of people in get lost in that even contribute to build in a system that half of us didn't even contribute to build you know you're living in a system that half of us didn't even contribute to build. So the system wasn't even built for you to thrive and like you stem from negative to positive. That system doesn't exist for many people because the, it, the system they live in doesn't contribute to them. But you know what? It's interesting. I think when Akil says like help each other, I agree. I agree. It's internal warfare. Like Ty, I agree with you that it's internal warfare. Like when, when a tragedy happens to you and something like happens to you, it's you personally trying to find a reason to stem from that, stem growth from that. 100%, I, I agree with what you're saying on that. But I think what Akil is trying to say about help each other is, because I'll tell you this, having a community and having a support system can change a lot, change a lot. Mm -hmm. And being there for each other, which is what I, I think Akil meant to say, rather than help each other, just being there for each other just changes so much. I think changes so much. The, the, you know, the, okay. the occupation of allowing them to be present because the thing about internal warfare is it's happened. It's in the past. You're trying to make amends with it and trying to find a reason for that warfare, that, that kind of explosion having 
being bombed into your life, right? You're trying to make sense of it. You're trying to grow from it. You're trying to take something from it. But you're so, you're, you kind of live in the past in a way because your mind's still stuck, unconscious, unable to understand why that happened, unable to understand how to grow from that. And I think that's why it's so important to have a community around you, have a support system around you, because those people help you be present to a certain extent. Does that make sense? Sure. I don't know if that... Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah I, I actually I actually agree with I actually agree with that point. And if that's where you were coming from, Akil, we can definitely see eye to eye on that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at the end of the day, like uh, really and truly no one could like no one could change anything in your life but yourself. And like that is just the, the baseline. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I feel like we as humans instinctively are like commun- communal people, you know, like you feel better being in a community, especially a community that is like-minded to you or a community that mm-hmm. helps put you be the best version of yourself, you know? So that's why it's important yeah. to have mentors and people to, to help guide you through life. And maybe that's what I, I meant by seeing help each other, that, like, we need to, to get back to that, like, sense of community and, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you get a lot and, like, you know, you can, it's very easy to make yourself feel like it's you against the world, you know? But, like, if, if you kind of like get grounded into the fact that like okay at the end of the day like before i could change the entire world i could change the world around me true you know and i, I can make my i can make this the environment that i'm in the best environment that i can make the best impact around those around me and all true change happens like you know like in small steps in in that way it's a ripple effect it's a ripple effect yeah, yeah. exactly um, one yeah. thing I think you're kind of blocking Bill for us. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Now you sound better. Could you say that again, please? I agree. So it was um the the system wasn't built for us. I believe it was Basha who brought up that point. Yeah, right. I did say that. Yeah, so it was it, they I actually saw um, a kind of beauty in that, some strange reason. So, like at the end of the day, yeah, it wasn't built for you, so it might be against you. Yeah. But that's the only way you're gonna get good at it. True. You think about it. You know what I mean? If life was easy, then everybody would just, you know what I mean? It would just be boring. What you have to have adversity in order to build yourself and build your own character. It's like a video game. It's like you're going through levels of your own life. And at each stage in your life, you have to face something that's going to make you grow and be better. So, like, growing up, you, you realize that your moms didn't have a lot of food. That was not wrong. This, that, the other. So, what are you going to do now? So, that's the question you got to ask yourself. What am I going to do? How am I going to change it? Mm-hmm. How am I going to, you know what I mean? And, yes, life is going to come at you. Yes, that is a fact. Accept that. That has to happen. Yeah. But, and it happens, you're going you're gonna to grow. And that, for me, is the beauty of it. You know what I mean? But I just, I just want to touch on that point. Yeah, I agree. It, I 100% agree. But I want to ask a question to you, Ty, about that then. So what, would, what, what advice would you give to people? Because, yes, you have to grow, but then I feel like this is my personal philosophy. If life is trying to teach you a lesson, you will keep experiencing that lesson until you need to learn what, what, what it is that is happening to you. And if you refuse to learn from that, it will keep happening to you in whatever way or shape or form or whatever. But some people do get like, you know, stuck in the, the cycle of what it, whatever it is, you know, and like a lot of people don't know how to deal with adversity. And that is the only way we can grow. But a lot of people are scared of growing because it means you have to change. True. So what would you tell to people like that? And no, to add on to that, and I think it's because people nowadays like don't actually take time uh, to actually sit down and ask themselves these questions. Because I feel like we, we, we have so many like artificial barriers of life around us, keeping us fucking distracted from just the stillness in our mind. That no one's asking these questions. No one's used to asking these questions now. There's not many of us that actually sit down and self-reflect. All of that growth only stems from self-reflection.
You heard that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like internalizing it. That's I agree 100 with Basho. Um, to, to attack your point, um, Akil. Like the when 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 you're at a point where you can't change anything outside of yourself, mm-hmm. you only have one option: change yourself. Upgrade, evolve. So mm-hmm. it's like you're in a situation where um, life is coming at you. Hunter, like full on. You know, okay, I can't, I can't do anything outside of myself. How do I fix or, or, or upgrade myself internally to then be able to combat what life is bringing at me? So for me, this is my, this is at least my experience or my um, way of going about it. I try to learn more, mm-hmm. learn about whatever it is that I'm that I'm facing. And then, in, aside from that, learn more about myself so I'll know how to face it. So a lot of times people deal with like, things like anxiety and, and um, um, in the face of adversity, anxiety is very prominent. Yeah. So one thing I've realized, one thing I've realized is that anxiety is a feeling of not knowing. It's when you're, you don't know what's coming next. So you, you, you become in a state of, what, what, what's going to happen. So the only way you can combat that is try to self-prepare. Create in your own, in your own self um, a way and mechanism to deal with yourself. And the only way you can do that is through self-reflection. You have to now understand the being that you are. Like for me, dog, like if I know, I have a, if I know I'm scared of something, I'm going to breathe. Yeah. Like breathing helps me. Yeah. So you just have to find little ways and means to help yourself now, boy. You know what I mean? So whenever you feel this type of feeling, okay, how do I combat it? To combat a level playing field or a level head so you can think things out and then attack and then like act on the situation instead of reacting to it. You know what I'm saying? So just, I would, again, what Vasha said, learn more about yourself, bro. Like become more in tune with yourself, with your body, your mind, your heart, emotions, every aspect of you. I mean, just make sure and try to reveal it to yourself. You get me? Yeah. 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 I like what you said about breathing because. Oh, and. uh, Oh, continue. Finish. Finish what you're going to say. I didn't want to cut you because you were going so good. But it was, um, it was just one more thing that. One thing I would, I would really implore people to do. Look at your unconscious. Look at yourself when you are not looking. It's very hard to do, but it's something you should try. Not look, don't, don't look at That's yourself when no one else is looking. Look at yourself. Say that again. Say that again. Wheel it. You know wheel it. Who are you when you are looking? <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. Ask yourself these questions. Who are you when you are not looking? Like sometimes you don't feel like you're just on autopilot, like you're just yeah. going about your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh, happens. Yes, 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 yes. In those, in those moments, you have to realize, like, who is this? Right. You understand know what I'm saying? So, right. it, and then, and, and then, what you would realize is that's the same person you are when you're anxious, or when you have, or when you become face to face with adversity. You feel as though you don't know what you're doing, so you just let things do go to your your deeper unconscious nature. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's still there. And somebody protect you when you're not protecting yourself. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, just, yeah, guys. Look at yourself when you're not looking. That's it. Wow, that was some buzz. That was some buzz. I love that, bro. Wow. Look at yourself when you're not looking. I love that. No, I really do. What you're trying to say is, like, uh, we, like, sometimes, like. I'm going to write this down. I don't know, like, I feel like we, we almost at some point, like, you know, we have to kind of operate as a certain type of person, you know, and like, uh, we kind of are like uh, making ourselves be this way, but like, in, in some moments, like, you kind of realize, like, wait, even aside from like, what I am as a person, so like, you know, like, like wow, I am just 
someone in a human body like just going about my life you know and like as dumb as it may sound like it's like a very deep and heavy thing to actually like take in and like actually really sit down and think about you know it's like it's like like really actually what is going on you know like like this is a, a crazy a crazy thing i find this so funny right because <laughs> in your exact statement right you said as dumb as this sounds is so deep it's only you're only saying it's dumb because it's deep mm-hmm. yeah. like they, they, you, you can't like there is no other way to how to say articulate it other than yeah. yeah because if you actually take in the the depth of it or the actuality of it you, you it'll, it'll weigh on you and it will it will plague you like if you take it in, like if you actually actually take it in, like yo, you you have an entire mind, you have an entire complex inside of here that, yeah. that works without you even knowing it working. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How do you like, like when you sit down and take it in? It's like wait a minute, wait a minute, something's <laughs> going on. And as, and to a lot of people. No, 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 finish, finish, finish. I remember. Uh, I was gonna finish. Uh, you to see who's next. No cap. <laughs> don't worry. Hey? Rob. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it's just, it's just, um, it's just something to really be like aware of in terms of like it, you're more than just what you think you are, and even what you think you are still isn't what you are. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's so much complexity. Like I was looking up, I was researching some stuff on your mind the other day, and I think the only real comparison, like if you have to compare your psyche or your mind or a human being's mind to something physical, do you know what a labyrinth is, guys? A labyrinth? I've, I've heard of it, but yeah. explain, it, explain it further. I see people listening. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like mazes, you know what a maze is, right? Like yeah. a maze, like more than one maze put together. Is that intricate? So, yeah. and that could be a really good description of how your mind is. And you now, as your ego, have to now navigate that. Now, within your unconscious thoughts, mannerisms, behaviors, feelings, Things, everything that you you push down, that you that you've denied in your life thus far, they all existed, and they're all roaming free. And then aside from that, you have your fears, which is like a minotaur. He just he he will kill you. He will take you. But the only power he has is what is what power you give him. It's weird. It's like it's like you're both the the, the player and the game. Yeah. Um, wow. Ty, just a moment. Could you unblock? You're like kind of blocking the microphone when you. For real? Yeah, we good now? Now it's way yeah. better. Oh yeah. Sorry about that, guys. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. It it, it sounds. It just sounded different for a moment. So yeah, it's all good. Um, oh, this is a good scratch. I agree. I agree. Um, by the way, for those listening, and if you're wondering why Ty can actually go into this at such great depth, it's because Ty is a psych student. So I don't think we could have brought anybody else on this call who understood, who understands the mind better than him right now. Like this is all clicking so much with me. I don't know about you guys. Student of psychology. <laughs> Yo, psych, yo, psych is wild, honestly. And like when you, when you use psychology as like a bridging gap, a yeah. lot of things tend to make sense. Like, like, okay, like I was reading a book. Who was the, who was the, uh, um, who was the guy that said, uh, life is like um, an opera. You cannot listen to the symphony or pay attention to the pain. Who said that? It was uh, the Campbell, right? Joseph Campbell, Life is Like an op- Opera Except It Hurts. Right. So I was reading one of his books today called um, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And it basically goes through the different mythologies of various cultures. And what I've noticed is that you need myth 
in your life. Like, because it, it shows, like, okay, like, let's just say Hercules or one of these great heroes that we know. The yeah. journey that they make from an ordinary person to that of a hero, god, what have you. That is the entire journey of a person's life in their psyche. These are all the things you have to face, you have to go through, you have helpers, you have this, yeah. you have that. You can compare that entire journey to that of your own brain, of, the way, of your own way of thinking. And like, for me, I, I just found it cool that he bridged that gap using psychology. It was, it was a wild theory, but I found it was really cool. That's really that, true. That's crazy, yeah. Um, it um, makes so much sense to me. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I like that you said you need myth in your life. Like, I think, I oh, I agree 100%, 100%. Especially, what, what did you say the book was called again? Um, a Thousand Faces. A Hero of a Thousand Faces. A Hero with a Thousand Faces, something like that. A Hero with a Thousand Faces. It just reminds me of, so in, in Hindu mythology, there is this uh, lord called Lord Ravan. He has 10 heads. Ten heads. Oh, yeah, five dog. Ten heads, and each head has like a different kind of emotion on its face. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like his entire subconscious. But when he meditates, he meditates with the mind above. So his heads become one. Um, and it's it's his it's like the, the entire metaphor and the entire like his entire story and the myth the myth behind his story ideally comes down to not making making decisions with a level of played head um, and understanding that regardless of all your faces, the face that you can't see is the face that you actually need to be listening to, you know? Um, and yeah, that just really like hit me. You do need myth in your life. I think 100% you need myth in your life. I, en- I enjoy that story because it's, um, it sounds just like how I believe the mind to work. So you have like your ego, your super ego, and your it. Now your it and your super ego are always going at it. They will constantly go at it. Like they, one is on morals, one is on folly. Da, 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 da. And you just like, bro, I just trying to, I just want to live my life. Why go <laughs> call Please. Like why? You know what I mean? And you're upset. But the true matter of it is you have to subjugate them. Yeah, you you have to take those those deep dark little things, even the little light things, the things that exist in light as well. You have to know more than within you and acknowledge that both of them exist. Mm -hmm. The first thing you have to do is acknowledge that they both exist, because a lot of people out here denying their shadow. Bro, your shadow exists. Trust me, because if you deny, you will not deny you. Trust me on that. Mm -hmm. dig? so. To now be willing to understand from both the light and the dark perspective and subjugate them in, in, a, in pursuit of something greater, in mm-hmm. pursuit of what you actually are. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I believe that every person should have something. Um, one of my favorite philosophers called an organizing idea. An organizing idea is a, is a, is a self imposed goal that, you, that exists throughout your entire life, something mm-hmm. that you want to achieve at the end of it all if you die tomorrow can you say you achieved it you know what i mean and in pursuit of these of this organizing idea everything up here is subjugated towards that yeah so it's like guys we can't be on front we can't be doing this doing that we have to this is the plan this is where we go in this is what we have to do you know what i'm saying so you now have to you have to put your mind in a state of focus to to always be on that vibe to always keep yourself ahead and that's how you develop your character as a person, you know what I mean? You discipline yourself to that, to that degree. Okay. Um, and that's, that's just what the story reminded me of. That's it. Ideally uh-huh. exercising self-control. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know that? yeah. Master. Master of self-control. I agree with that. You know what that makes me think of is like, uh, in some way to me, like the way how I interpret that is like, is like you could have all these thoughts in your head and like first, first thing you need to do which a lot of people fail to do is like accept that like these thoughts are your thoughts and they're in your head but the second part is just because it's a thought in your head doesn't mean that you have to accept accept it or live by that you know and like 
by by first you just accepting all these thoughts in your head you could kind of you kind of have to like kind of go through and organize your thoughts in a way and kind of say like okay this is the way how i i want to live like and and this is how i can achieve it and you kind of organize your thoughts in that way and like some people are like on two sides of the spectrum either you're denying your thoughts or you're just accepting every single thought that goes in your head and like that's you know you just by anything that goes in your head so i feel like in that sense you're kind of finding a balance and like like properly organizing like what it is goes on in your head mm-hmm. um uh, frozen. i don't know that kind of that kind of Oh yeah. So what Aki was now saying there kind of reminded me of a concept called free mind. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times is that people attach themselves. It's not. It's not merely just accepting. You know, the people attach themselves to their thoughts. Yeah. People attach themselves to so many. People, even something as simple as a job description, right? People get so. I'm a manager. Yeah. I'm a manager. <laughs> and it's like. Bro, <laughs> when, when you four o'clock reach, yeah. that don't mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to go home and they're going to still be attached to it. You know what I mean? And, and the concept of free mind is where you observe thought. Just as you observe the world, observe your thoughts. Don't, don't try to be a part of it. Just notice that, okay, this is a, this is a wild thought. All right, what's the next one? And you keep going. Just keep going. Don't attach yourself to it. Just allow yourself to thought, to think, to allow thought to flow. And then you might actually get a good one. And if you act upon that one, you might be a millionaire. You know what I mean? So there's, 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 a, lot of, there's a lot of possibilities where it's, where, where it's concerned. But I would say don't attach yourself to your thoughts. Just observe. True. Pick which I- ones you like, pick, pick which ones, and then move on to those. And move on with those. Um, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that to a certain extent. Because I, f- but I, I feel like nowadays it's hard for people not to attach themselves to their thoughts, because we live in a world where we've given so much power to a label. Exactly. We've give. We live in a world where like your title and your label and what comes before or after your name, like all of that, gives you a sense of power and authority and you know what happens with power and authority it corrupts the mind after a certain extent i know this is a really fucking cheesy quote i just watched the entire batman series for the first time in my entire life like a week (laughs) ago okay it was like i think it was like a very monumentous moment in my life and what's and what's the quote that he says he like it just you live long enough you live long enough to you or live long enough to see yourself become new villain yes exactly right (laughs) so for me that really struck so the moment you even give yourself a title of accumulating to an extent where you have to reach the hero accumulating to an extent you will see yourself like decumulating if if that's even a word but you will see yourself fall to like end up becoming the villain as well so and i think we've attached We've attached all these labels and we've more than attaching labels, we've attached power to these labels. So it's impossible for a lot of people nowadays for themselves to not attach themselves to their thoughts. You see where, you see where it comes from? Like the society around us, your label and what you are identify as gives you so, gives you so much power that, you know, what you want to put yourself as a label to is what, is what takes you through society. And so we've given it too much power. And that's why people find it difficult to detach from their thoughts. I feel like that's a simultaneous action. Like, um, it's not necessarily... Yeah, it's, it's not necessarily like um, because we do it in the world, that's, that's why I can't do it in your mind. Or because you do it in your mind is why we do it in the world. It's just that it, they both enact upon each other. In, yeah. So they, just, they both enact upon each other. In fact, in the sense that if this is how you feel about yourself internally, 
that's how it's going to react or reflect externally. You know what I mean? Like, like the same way how you say you're saying uh, um, people people uh, are too attached to their stuff now. That's a choice. If you choose to be attached to your job and attached to this or that as the world that you live in, then okay, that's no problem. And not, not everybody has to exist in that world. Some people could actually know that yo, I'm not this. And 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 I always believe by leading by example. So just watching how they live their life and how they go about doing things, they you 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 wondering why, like why why things happening for this person and why he looking so easy going or this and that. And it's 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 like, bro, I'm not against you. I'm not for you. I'm just living my life. And if you try to do the same thing, you might actually get the same results or even better. No, but I I can't think we I I don't think we can say it that easy because it's not like. Because I feel like that almost dismisses the influence that your, uh, your the factors present in front of you. Like I feel like we're we're dismissing the kind of influence those factors have in your in reflecting what's going on in your mind. Like our mind is the is the growth of our stimuli, right? Everything that we have stimulated and touched and interact with and seen and listened to and absorbed and blah, 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 blah. Like everything that we have somehow taken in is what the mind stems growth from. And it's the perspective, it's how we choose to look at things, how you attach, detach, like all of that's in the mind, right? But all of that is influenced by what's in front of you. And I feel like it's nowadays what's in front of us is not even really what's in front of us. It's like, it's so artificial. There's so many distractions. We've put labels on things and we've given it power. We've created systems and hierarchies. And there's so many different, different things that have triggered you not actually seeing what's in front of you. Like all this artificial kind of barrier that your mind now, like there's not, not everybody's able to sit down and actually say, okay, like this is a thought I'm having. This is why I'm having it. Like, no, 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 no. What am I going to take from it and move on and grow with my life? That kind of thinking, not everybody's unlocking it these days because there's so many artificial barriers is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Can I, I say something to that? Yeah. So, my thing is I actually agree with both of y'all like 100%. So why I'll say that is because on one end, like, yes, as people like, like your mind is almost like a sponge, you know, like you soak up like, all the environments around you, like the way you talk, like your accent, because of who, like the people around you talk like that, you know, like if you, you could be Trinidadian, I could be Trinidadian, I could be married to a Trinidadian woman. If I have a kid in Mexico, he's not going to sound Trinidadian because he grew up in that environment, you know, and like, so I feel like where you grow up and like what is around you definitely does influence you as a person to a very, very high extent. But I feel like as we were saying earlier, at the end of the day, the only person that could truly make that change in yourself to understand what's going on is yourself at the end of the day. So yes, we are victims of our society, but we are the only person that could save ourselves. We have to be our own superhero because at the end of the day, I could come and I could explain to someone like 10 million different reasons why, like what, like what, how they're living or whatever they're doing like how they can live a better life by any day, you're the only person that can make the conscious decision to make yourself a better person or to make any change in your life. True. Do you get that? Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, cool. We're on set. Okay, great, great, great. So, yeah. my rebuttal to what you were just saying there, Akil, is that it's a, this, this is actually a big debate in psychology, like to this day. It's called the nature-nurture debate. Nature yeah. versus nurture, right? Yeah. So oh, yes. okay. for me, so I actually truly believe it's a simultaneous action. Like it's not either or. They both coexist. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we say society enacts on us, but it's the people that make up society. So how is it that society forming us when it's people like us who form society? It's a it's a exchange on one another. You know, that's what I'm saying. The same way that we 
And, and this is why people think that change is so hard to bring about because like, what can I do? But that's exactly it though. What can you do? What can you do to now make, to now make somebody else feel like I could do something? You know what I mean? Do, do what, what feels natural and what comes best to you in order to inspire others. And that way you can now create the, the, the environment of the society that you want to be in that could elevate both you and everybody else. So again, it's not either either I'm, I'm interacting with society or enacting on it, or it's either the society is enacting on me, but it's a simultaneous action of both happening at the same time. Um, I, have, I have something to respond to that. I think, okay, I agree with you to a certain extent. I agree with the whole enacting and like you, society enacts on you, you enact on society. I, I agree it's a two-way exchange, 100%. Like it's a, it's a little bit of a balance. But about what you said about people, like we are the people that make the society. I think like even just the concept of society, which is completely based off of like social constructs and social norms and like society deemed things, you know, we've all given definitions to things. We've all identified this as that. Like there's a, there's a way, there's a way that society's frameworks almost, you know, in a way, regardless of how free and liberal and, you know, the society may be, everybody, every society has got their weird little framework. And, but it, it's like yeah. coming to understand that like that society, like those social norms and social constructs are, are not thoroughly dictated by the people who fully live in that society. Like I think, yeah. um, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just take for example, cause I can relate this to stuff that I've seen personally, but like even like even just for example, I think in a lot of like um, co colonial colonized in colonized countries, like countries that have been influenced by the crown and the colonial movement, a lot of their current still place social norms and social constructs are left by the Christian white man, are left by you know a patriarchal um, like kind of like you know. It's, it's left by a lens that's not fully accommodating for the current society right now, especially when we've got such a globalized world, like we're moving into a, such a globalized world where like every, the concept of everything is erasing. But like at the end of the day, we're moving into such a globalized world with systems that have still been put in place and with social norms that have still been put in place by not the people who thoroughly live in the society. And although like, although it is an exchange, like, the more society, like the more the people change, the framework does get pushed. Like it does, it is, it is, it is a little exchange that happens. But I feel like that exchange, oh. the of that exchange is happening at a very slow pace. Yeah, it's, it's happening at a slow pace at, at a very slow pace because those systems have gripped, have been like gripped hard into the soil. Like they're, we're not able to shake them for a while because. The generations who are dictating those social norms and dictating those systems are still the generations that don't understand the system or the social norms that are needed for the generations to come. Does that make sense? Like that understanding thoroughly will never be there. So, yeah, that's what I had to say. That's where, like, I feel like that's where change comes in. Yeah. Because it has, it can't be, it can't, you see, and that's, that's one of the issues we have now is that the older heads are feeling like the way how they did things is how we should be doing things. But that's not going to fly mm -hmm. because we're not living in their day and age. You know what I mean? It's a, and while you, was, while you were speaking, um, the idea of carnival came to mind. So if you don't know what carnival is and you listen to this podcast, guys, you need to go find out. <laughs> so carnival in Trinidad was a by the French. Right? So they used to have a lot of masquerade parties. And you know, they have all the masks and you know, you know what I mean? They gain on ting, ting, ting. And yeah. then the slaves you now would look through the window and try to mimic what they would do. So they would take cuts and pans and all these types of things, whatever they could find their hands on. And yeah. they would put rage. You know what I mean? And they would try to do these things. And then from parade into the streets with pots and pans to hear Marshall on a truck. Right. And that's that's how, you know what I mean? That, I, I, it was slow. It took a little while. But, it still, but look at where it, it reached today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then from all this, COVID happened. So yeah. let's see how Carnival in 2021. That's going to be a whole new version a whole of Carnival. A new one, true. Exactly. 
That's all I'm saying. So it's a constant change. It has to keep evolving. Has to. Has to. And then the younger generations now, they would have new ideas in order to facilitate those changes. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we're on the same page. I feel like we're yeah, on the same page. Yeah, we are. I'm just, I just, I'm just not happy with the rate of change. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I feel like. You know what I feel like? I feel like we are all on the same page because we kind of have all, to some extent, it sounds like we have at least sat with ourselves or developed ourselves to a point where we realize that really and truly the only, the only change we can make is within ourselves, you know? And I feel like that's where we, we kind of definitely, like, you know, see the way we could push change forward. And what I feel like is our job to do as people that have me have understood this to some extent is to help other people realize that like you know at the end of the day it has all this there, there are definitely factors that that you know restrict you and keep you down but you cannot be a result of that factor you know you have to to use those disadvantages to your advantage and like really actually that's the only way we could like you know go forward like <clears throat> But that's not to discredit, like, you know, how, how shitty it could be for people, you know, like how, how unnecessarily hard certain people's lives could be made for no reason, you know, like, I'm sure it's like, Ty, you could agree with this, bro, like, me, at least when I was going to high school, my dreads was not an option. It was not an option for me, you know, like, they were telling me, cut, cut your hair, go home, you know, and it's like, why? How is that? Ah. And when other people could just, you know, gel on their hair and yeah their hair reaching their shoulders but it doesn't stick up so they're 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 okay but my hair because the way it goes i'm not allowed to to like explore that stuff like you know connect to that side of myself i'm supposed to meet and feel like my hair is on neat my hair is you know is like all these problems with, with just the hair that always going on my my head you know and True. that, that yeah. Yeah, i i sympathize with people i can understand like, you know, how people may get, you know, influenced that, like, you know, because if you're made to feel like you yourself are just wrong on that fundamental level, like, uh, it could really mess with you as a person, especially if you don't have the support around you. So that, that's, that's what, like, we need to continue to, like, you know, help all those around. Like, I don't want to say help all those around us, you know, but like, yeah. but, but like, uh, kind of promote this, this, this vibe, you know, kind of promote yeah. To, to to sit with themselves, battle themselves is going to be hard at first, but uh, there there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. As you know, as, as cliche as me as song, you know, like it, like <laughs> you, you, your life is like at the end of the day. What I feel like is like uh, happiness is not a is not a like a prim, it's not a, a thing that just you're not just a happy person. You know, happiness is something you're always working towards. And a lot of people, like, my girl lost, you know, be like, oh, my God, why are all these, you know, all these stuff, you know, happening to me? So that that's where I feel like we need to kind of help you. Like, not, I keep saying the wrong thing, but you yeah. know. <laughs> no, I think they, they <laughs> should kind of stay by now. Um, I agree. I do agree but, that it needs to be... Go. Hey, go, go, go. No, okay, so, like... I apologize, guys, but I actually have to run. I have our engagement right now. About like I'm about to break up in a little bit, and I really do apologize for having to be gone. But I really enjoyed being on this podcast. Like this was a this was a major vibe. You're you're um, doing the most. Like I want to be here again. Okay, before you leave, Ty, um, just let the listeners know what you got going on in your life. Like. Give yourself a little use this platform. <laughs> All right, cool. So, hey guys, what's up? I'm Ty. Um, my actual name is Tishlon Mitchell. So, I'm the owner and proprietor of Herbalist Fashion House, which is on Instagram. Um, it's a cool, unique fashion page where um, I use herb as an aesthetic for clothes. And then I also have Billet Cafe, which is what <laughs> Akil is pointing to right now. One of my sweaters, right? Classic billet, billet, tubeless. 
<laughs> I can't even talk right now. Um, <laughs> classic bullet sweater. Um, but yeah, guys, so that's what it's about. We just about creating a community of fashionable, intelligent stoners. You know what I'm saying? We could smoke weed, but we can be smart with it and we can dress fly with it too. You know what I mean? So I hope everybody enjoys the podcast. I hope everybody has a good time listening. Shout out to everybody who's here. These host guys, quality content. These guys doing the most. I'm really glad I was able to be here. And I can't wait. I'm hoping to get you back. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, like no cap. I want to come back. I want to come back. So we're going to definitely link it up. I'm going to definitely be there, yeah? Dope, dope, dope. Good bro, for sure. Good having you, bro. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Peace out. Thank you all for having for sitting through our first guest. That was so crazy, so amazing. I hope you all enjoyed the three-way conversation instead of our two annoying ass voices. Yeah, this is the first of many. If you're liking what you see, hit us a DM. We're trying to have any and everyone come talk. You can see we talk about any and everything. So, yeah, I don't know if you have anything to say, Vasha. Um, yeah, no, like definitely, definitely hit us up because we are. It's just conversation, man. Like, come on, talk about what you want to talk about. Like, you know. It will relate to some people. It may not, but at least people are listening to something else and something nice, most importantly. So, just be liberal, be open-minded, bars, come on. Yeah, I like, um, um, yeah, no, I think Sushant's, he said a lot of things that hopefully click with a lot of people. And he used the right language, which is what I liked, because obviously he has the knowledge to use the right language. Um, yeah. so hopefully it clicks with a lot more people we're gonna link all his pages in the description for this video when it drops and love guys check out his website because he's got he's like genuinely look at look at Akil's sweater uh, I think really yeah and uh, they're about to be they've got more better. designs coming up but yeah peace out